0: Hello, everybody. My name is Shane Allen from the Anthony team with Keller Williams. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and yours, Justin Kiesel from All-County Home Inspections. Welcome Hello. to House School. The podcast is going to teach you about your house, or if you don't have a house yet, teach you about what you need to be looking for in a home during your search. Here's the thing. I'm a realtor. Justin's a home inspector. Yes. And we're going to start off today, Justin, with the dog's favorite part of a house. The Um, only one that they call by name, the roof.
1: Come on. Oh, oh, I get it.
0: You get it, right?
1: I like it. It's good.
0: If it's not uh, good, don't worry um, because it's on the house. You know what I mean? The roof is also the only part of a house that has a drug named after it and a viral infection, right? A roofie and shingles. So these are all just fun facts for everybody. Just so you know, welcome to house school. Let's get into let's get into away from these jokes and um, (laughs) everybody never using me as a realtor. And let's get into the basics, right? Your roof right at the very basics. Uh, it, the, your roof is what is keeping you safe from Mother Nature, from animals, insects. Uh, and it's also really important for uh, energy efficiency as well. If your roof is not up to par, you could be uh, costing yourself a lot with our G&E bills every month. It's also one of the most expensive parts of a home to repair or replace. So very important to know about roofs, know what to look for in roofs when you're looking for a home, because it's probably gonna be something that you wanna factor into your budget, right? Let's talk about Absolutely. types types of roofs. Now, I'm not gonna get into the nitty-gritty as a, a beautiful realtor that I am. You know, we don't have to talk about gables or mansards or a frames. <laughs> you don't care about that. What you want to know is what type of roof am I looking at? We're talking asphalt, we're talking wood shake, we're talking metal, tile, slate all those Justin. absolutely what what do you i mean obviously what are you seeing the most in western new york
1: well um obviously the most is going to be your traditional individual shingle uh that's made of asphalt um you do come across metal roofs more often now um after the advent of the formed metal roof, where they look like another material like uh, tile or even asphalt shingles or wood shingles. Uh, they're much more decorative. They're much more aesthetically pleasing. They don't look like your typical metal uh, corrugated metal roof. So uh, they're coming more into favor now, but, but by, by far, it's, it's the individual shingled asphalt roof roofing that we see the most of
0: and i mean so what people are most concerned about with the materials right is price and lifespan yep the asphalt, right is why you see the most of it is because it's the cheapest material
1: it is cheaper yeah and we can break it down a little further into that too so uh, if we're talking about asphalt roofs, there is typically your three-tab shingle, or there's an architectural shingle. The three-tab shingle basically has three individual tabs per shingle, and then they lay uh, horizontally, you know, to the the, the next shingle. An architectural shingle has a tab that is attached to uh, that individual shingle, where it looks like it has like two layers to it. Uh, it's my best way to just describe it to you without pointing it out. Um, a three-tab shingle has a lifespan here in uh, South Canada or, you know, upstate New York of about 12 to 15 years, and then an architectural shingle has a lifespan of about 20 to 25 years. They're billed as 35 or, or you know, sometimes 50-year shingles. but they typically don't go that long here just with our, our seasons that we have.
0: Yeah. That's probably like perfect conditions, but we don't really have perfect conditions here in Rochester. You get they're getting pounded by hail and snow and rain and lots more rain and rain really.
1: Yeah. It's typically the swings of temperature that we have that, that we can go down as low as negative twenties in the, in middle of February. And we can get as high as uh, 110 or, or 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 s- close to 120 sometimes in, in July, so it's a large temperature swing, and that usually is what uh, just wears on all of the, our building materials.
0: And just for the sake of bringing them up, so wood shake roofs, what I saw, what I've seen is about 30 years lifespan on those. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also seen that they are double the price of traditional shingles. Um, metal tile and slate roofs lasting up to around 50 years. Is that about right, Justin?
1: So slate and tile have a a really long lifespan. Um, If if maintained, they can be upwards of 100 years. Um, They're very expensive to install. um, And you have to pre-engineer the house to accommodate the weight of that Uh, roof covering so typically you don't see it you can't even like you can't have a uh, a normal house that has a shingle roof and be like well i want to upgrade to let's put slate down this time yeah it it would fall in so it it takes a lot of legwork to get to that place at all
0: and since we're talking about lifespans and roofs as well i just wanted to mention if you're thinking about getting solar panels um they they tend to last 25 to 30 years yep so that's why if you're getting a, a roof replacement is usually a good time to be thinking about solar panels. Or you're thinking about pulling the trigger that way. And they're synced up it a is. little more. Right. Absolutely. So, um, I also just, I was curious too, because I know that Tesla has their own solar roof, right? Yep. Which yep. is definitely not available here in Rochester yet. Just so everybody knows. No, um, but they're there. And I, I couldn't find the lifespan on those. And I, maybe we don't know yet. Cause it's so new like for Mm -hmm. sure what it is but i'm sure that they they have some quotes where they i've seen some stuff online where tesla's like yeah our solar roofs which if you don't know i'm talking about they're they have like solar shingles right where it's it's not Mm -hmm. your certificate your typical solar panels it's like it looks like a roof but the tiles are solar panels right they do and it's supposed to be comparable in price to like like, I guess a metal roof, I, I think is what I saw, or like really expensive shingles.
1: That's what they claim. They've um, I don't know a whole lot about it. Um, they've been pretty hush hush, to be honest with you. Yeah. And they actually walked back a number of orders that were placed a couple of years ago. Um, and so they, they sent out quotes and people pre-ordered these these roofs, mainly in California. Yeah. And um tesla walked back the pricing that was put out um and they actually in some cases tripled the price Mm. so um, the price went up dramatically um as far as um the return that you get on them i don't know a whole lot of um there was a guy on youtube that that had it for a year and he did a whole breakdown of of uh, payout versus what what the panels produced within that year and also maintenance because if they get dirty um the they the production uh decreases so you mm. have to consider you have to clean them hmm. uh, so so you gotta take that into consideration too. But
0: like I said, you know, they're not available here. Not something to worry about, but just something to think yeah. about. Because you know it would it be could, nice. It could take off. Maybe somebody else will make it cheaper and better and
1: so you don't have to hose a, it off your roof. It's a great idea. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: Other parts of the roof, just to kind of touch on as well. So everybody knows the soffit vents. Uh, they're a feature that helps ventilate uh, attic space. is something that I had to get done on my own house um, Yep. just to help relieve like humidity issues here. Um, soffit damage often results um, from damaged shingles, loose flashing and ice dams. Which caused water to pool on the roof. Um, I, I so just for example with soffits as well. Like we had an issue where it's like, oh, this one looks a little weird, and uh, we had a a pest control guy. He came by and he was spraying our house and checking our rat traps and stuff. And he was ended up on our roof checking that out. And then you just like, yeah, just punch your soffit vent back in. So just, just, you know, there's that portion of it.
1: (laughs) It depends on what they're made of, but a lot of times, like if it's a vinyl one, if it comes loose, you can usually just push it back in. But yeah, venting is a critical piece of your roof. Uh, and, and so soffit vents are there to introduce air into the attic space. And then we need something else to exhaust air out either with like a roof vent, which is like one of those box vents that, that goes right through the roof or a ridge vent, which is at the very peak of the roof or a gable end vent or any other combination of, of those um, to, to cycle air through the attic space and carry moisture out of the house.
0: Also, flashing. We, uh, you know, we just touched on with the soffits as well. But flashing, just so you know, what that term means. That's that's what goes around the chimneys and skylights, for example. Uh, mm-hmm. That just kind of creates that seal, protecting them from leaks and stuff like that. So, yep. if you are thinking about getting into a house with skylights, you're thinking about installing them. That's something to uh, factor in with the flashing. Just making sure that you keep up with those and checking them for leaks, and usually uh, Justin, just some caulk every once in a while or it might have to get replaced or something.
1: Yeah, it depends. Um, usually if you're going to get a leak in your roof, um, two out of three times, it's going to be through a flashing point. And that's usually like around a vent, like you said, or a plumbing vent or the chimney. A lot of times we see leaks around chimneys. Um, it could be as easy as applying some tar roof cement, which basically looks like black caulk, um, or they are going to have to replace the plumbing or, 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 roof that, that flashing point altogether. Um, there's a, there's different types of flashing and, and each one kind of has its own, uh, place that it is supposed to be installed that, to, that it works properly.
0: So let's talk about what you're, uh, what people are looking for, um, when in terms of their roof as far as like yeah what are the signs that i need to be getting a new roof right yeah um, absolutely leaks you just touched on them right
1: mm-hmm.
0: anything else we should know about leaks
1: um leaks can be kind of uh insidious um you you might not catch them immediately and uh they might not be exactly where you see the leak uh without without getting into an attic space you you most of the time are just kind of guessing as to where the water is coming from Mm -hmm. um so so obviously roofs are are top of mind whenever i'm working with a client the the two main questions i ever get is how's the roof how's the furnace and so when i'm when i'm looking at a roof um, it to kind of gauge the lifespan of it and its overall condition, I'm looking for the amount of asphalt loss because typically it's an asphalt roof, uh, the amount of asphalt loss, the condition of the shingles, um, any missing or damaged shingles. Um, and when I say condition, like they can cup and they can curl. Um, and once you start to see that they're not laying flat anymore, Mm -hmm. They're prone to high wind situations um, and likely roof replacement is going to be in the foreseeable future. Um, But typically, if you see missing or damaged shingles, you're either going to need a repair or a replacement because there's probably more of them on the way.
0: Gotcha. Now talk to me about roof rot.
1: Roof rot. (laughs) Yes, well, <laughs> that's that's another one of those things where it's like you can look at the outside of a roof and you can say well it looks pretty good um and you might not know that either a there's a leak or there's some rot that's happening uh rot is is associated with a leak but it can come from a very um small place so i'll give you an example so my neighbor across the street from my rental property is redoing his roof right now and he had a a case where the previous owner um, long story short put a nail through the roof covering and uh, the nail got removed but it had been there for a long time and he only knew that there was an issue because he had a little bit of staining around some of the crown molding in the inside of the house. So, uh, when they, then they ended up removing the roof, he did a repair a couple of years ago, but when they removed the roof, they found that there was a hole in the actual sheeting of the roof mm. about the size of, I don't know, like a paint can is what it was described to me like the Jeez. lid of a paint can. So, um, But looking at the that the covering of the roof from the outside, from the ground, um, you would have never known Uh, maybe if you walked it and you stepped in that area, you're going to see you're going to feel some give Um, you're going to feel that it's soft there, which is why we we will walk a roof as home inspectors whenever we can. Uh, Sometimes it's just not feasible to do that, but when we can, we do um because your feet will tell you a lot of information about what's what the condition of the roof is so not always obvious um but but it can be a big issue
0: so i was reading that sagging gutters could be a sign of roof rot
1: yeah sagging gutters a lot of times are an indication that you have ice damming Um, And an ice dam is essentially icicles. So the icicles build up on the gutter and then it, it pulls the gutter away from the house. And then as those icicles build, water is melting from your roof and the water has nowhere to go because your gutter and the edge of the roof covering is covered with ice and it's an ice dam. The water will back up underneath the shingles because it just has nowhere to go and then it will cause rot to the sheeting of the roof so yes it can be an indication um but it is it's typically an indication of a larger issue which is that ice dams um because and that is is usually um a lack of ventilation or insulation because you're, you're melting too much snow off of your roof for your gutters to handle.
0: Yeah, definitely. Ice dams are not something to just sit back on and, you know, you see some icicles. I want to call somebody get that taken care of before it turns into a much larger issue.
1: Oh yeah. They look pretty, but they're, they can, they could be a big problem.
0: Now, Another sign that it might be time to get a new roof is growth. If you see some growth going on in the roof, Justin, yes, what are some, so, some signs of growth? And you know,
1: there's all different kinds. Okay. <laughs> I've seen everything from moss, uh, which is usually just some accumulation on the edges of shingles, to full-on trees, yeah. which which I have found. Okay. Um, and uh, moss is a problem because it will build up on the edges of the shingles. And as it grows, it will separate the shingles and then it's more prone to high wind, um, ice damming, um, that sort of stuff. It can cause leakage and it can accelerate the decay of the shingles itself. Same with like leaves and sticks that, that stay on a roof. Uh, the shingles stay wetter for longer, and then they can break down quicker. Um, other things like, like I've said, trees, mm-hmm. it's obviously they're going to find moisture and, and they're going to grow uh, into an area that's wet. So if your roof is holding water in, in some areas um, you, you can get some roots that form and the roots will find their way in and, and cause damage. So, so i
0: what I've noticed with moss too, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but it's uh-huh. like, it seems like a lot of the houses that I see with the moss growing on the roof, if you look above it, there's a tree that's covering the roof. So the sun's not yeah. getting in there and drying it up. So that moss is growing there in that, the wet spot.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Typically um, it can be just due to the way that the, the roof faces. Um, I was at a property over the weekend and they were asking why there's moss on the roof uh, over the garage because there's no tree above it well it is it's facing a direction such that when the sun comes up um, it stays in shade long enough that it's just staying damp so when it's wet you're going to get some moss Um, it's just it can be cleaned Um, a lot of people will get up there with Unfortunately, pressure washers mm. uh don't ever don't ever pressure wash your roof. Uh Mm-mm. I've seen that a lot of times too. The distinctive uh swirl marks of of a surface pressure washer. Um no good. It, it it's just it just shaves life. It just shaves years off off the roof. Um but yeah. it be it can be cleaned with bleach. Uh, 50-50 water and bleach, and then just let the, the, the moss die and then just dry up and, and come off on its own. Or you can install copper flashing at the peak of the roof. And as the water hits the copper flashing, it's going to pull copper ions off of this material. And as it runs across the roof covering, it will kill the moss. So, hmm. yeah, it's, a, it's like a passive installation. It's, it's, it's pretty pretty slick how that works.
0: Does it change the look of the house?
1: No, no, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't turn it green or anything like that. It's just enough. Um, the moss is really sensitive uh, to, to that kind of thing. So it um, you'll have you'll have like a little copper strip at the at the top of the, the roof. But um, no, it's it's not it's not exactly obvious.
0: Gotcha. Now, let's talk about cracks. Justin cracks mm-hmm. I mean, you've kind of touched on them with the, you know, shingles and, and such curling edges, uh, cracked or brittle shingles, definitely something, uh, red flag for sure. Um,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Anything else with cracking? Cracks, you should know?
1: Yeah. Cracking, curling, um, damaged shingles, definitely going to need uh, replacement of those areas. If it's not the whole roof, um, those areas need to be replaced, but if it's your whole roof, plan on replacement
0: as we touched on the beginning of the podcast um, if your home is not very energy efficient you know so your bills are skyrocketing and stuff like that could be a sign that your roof is not uh, up to up to snuff anymore could be something to check out if you've checked out everything else also you know signs you need a new roof is just simply up outdated right
1: absolutely Yep.
0: So you've touched on a lot, Justin, as a home inspector, what you're looking for when you are out doing a home inspection. But uh, is there anything else that you're, uh, you, you know, you're really keying in on?
1: Um, I, you know, repairs, uh, prior repairs as well, indications of that. If there is two different colors of shingles that are up there, um, if there's shingles that have been caulked over. Or my favorite uh, Flex Seal, um, Ooh. They all, yeah, the all, it fixes everything. That's nice for for about five minutes. Um, but you know that kind of stuff, indications that somebody had been up there to do something. Um, we want to find out what what why they were up there. So um, that's other than just the overall condition. That's that's about the other thing that we're looking for mainly.
0: Gotcha uh trees how much of they like do you, do you i'm i'm assuming you talk to your clients about this yep. such or this tree is going to be a problem or this limb is going to be a problem where at what point does a tree really become an issue how close to a house and everything like that
1: Yeah, so it depends a lot, uh, to be honest with you. It depends on the type of tree. It depends on the proximity of the tree. Um, If I see ash trees that are in close proximity to the house, I usually have a conversation with them about that just because um, at the moment um, all the ash trees are getting wiped out by an invasive beetle. Um, So it's kind of a matter of time when the tree is going to die. if it's close to your house, they become very brittle. They they can fall, uh, limbs can fall, and they can damage the house. Um, if a tree's in contact with the roof, it needs to be trimmed. Uh, that will wear the the shingles off, and um, you know, again, it can cause damage. But typically speaking, you know, I say this all the time, but I leave my crystal ball at home. I can't tell if a limb is going to really fall or, or impact the house. So, so if you're, if you're buying a house that's, that's covered with trees, there is some inherent risk that's involved with that, but um, you know, it's, there's a trade-off nice to live in the woods, always a risk of a, a, a limb hitting the roof.
0: I mean, I don't want to tell you how to conduct your business, but I would bring your crystal ball with you. That's just, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not here to tell you what, what to do. Right. It takes a
1: lot of batteries.
0: I get it. Um, we touched on them a little bit with gutters. I mean, definitely in the winter, that's something you definitely want to make sure it's clean. And new, I mean, Justin, I even, I even called Justin myself this year. just talking about ice dams and stuff like that. Because we, yep. we've had issues with, with my house leaking it in, uh, to the basement. Because we had a big ice dam going. And uh, Justin, you can tell me, tell everybody what you rec- recommended to me with the those pucks
1: oh yeah the roof melt yeah Mm -hmm. it is uh calcium carbonate and uh no calcium chloride and um basically they look like little little hockey pucks uh but they're white and you toss them up in the in the on the roof and uh it melts the ice uh you cannot use salt because it will eat your roof and your gutters um this stuff will not so it is it is a last minute issue or uh, repair but um it does work for sure
0: so uh, we've touched on a few of these things as far as what you can do as a homeowner right like you just said with the with the pucks don't yep. salt, don't use salt don't pressure wash your roof but is there is there other things you can diy to extend the life of your roof because you know it, it's a it's a dangerous spot right People fall oh, off definitely. People know what they're doing. Um, oh yeah, and also you like, like you said, the pr- like pressure wash crew are doing more damage than good. So absolutely,
1: yeah. So um, there is services. There is roof cleaning services where they use uh, proprietary chemicals and like low pressure washing to remove staining and and moss from from roof coverings and things like that. Um, that can help. Um, Uh, for ice damming issues, you, if, if adding insulation and venting is not an option for you, there is some heater core wire that you can install on the roof. Um, that's pretty cheap. It's like 50 bucks for 50 feet of it. And then you just clip it on your shingles and then you plug it in in the wintertime and then it will melt the ice off the roof. Um, Typically speaking, though, there's not a whole lot for you to do other than just keeping things generally clean.
0: Gotcha. So, and I know that obviously every every case is different as far as homes go, but I think, you know, home buyers, people that are in the market looking at roofs and stuff like that are probably curious of what do you think a general repair to a roof could be and what is Western New York? charging nowadays for just a full-on roof replacement obviously it's different for each home and stuff like that I don't know if you you give people numbers like that
1: I try not to a lot of times because um, especially with the way things are at the moment it's pretty crazy Um, I I kind of uh, I reviewed a couple work orders um, from some clients and it was 110 dollars per square a uh, sheet of plywood okay. uh, for a roof so the numbers are kind of all over the place at the moment um but you know my my neighbor just paid five thousand dollars for materials uh he's got like a 900 square foot house not a very big house so prices are generally high at the moment is really what the takeaway is yeah repairs are not so bad but but a replacement is high
0: for sure so yeah definitely something to check out obviously um with your real estate agent um obviously it's in it's in the property disclosure they're going to tell you if they know um a lot of the times you'll see the 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 current homeowner will say like i don't know anything about the roof it was done by the previous homeowner so that's something so just got to factor that in right so if you know that these people have been living in the home for five years and they're telling you i don't know when the roof is happening so just that's what you got to go with and plan for the worst case scenario. Um, some of the factor in your budget. Uh, Justin, do people get their roofs inspected annually and should they? Um,
1: I would, I recommend it. If you don't know what you're looking at um, part of my service that we offer uh, as home inspectors is if I do an inspection for a client, Um, I can come back every year, every other year, call me in five years um, and I'll I'll review the report and we'll, we'll take a look at what we found and I'll come back and make a comparison as to what we found then versus what we have now. So I'll highlight some of the problematic areas that we saw before. And we can kind of let you know, well, you know, it was looking like it was it was showing some wear. now it's nearing the end of its life or this was uh, repaired and now it's damaged again. So um, we can give you some further information on that. So, yeah, it's always a good idea. Cool.
0: well, uh, we're getting kicked off of Zoom, so we're going to wrap things up. I just had one last question for you, Justin. Is a roof rake a thing? That I need to be doing to my house because my wife bought me one, and I did it this year, and I felt like it might have been unnecessary. I've Never seen anybody else do it. Nobody else in my neighborhood's doing it. It feels like, from what I'm reading, it's for a like a, a much shallower roof. Like if you have a flatter roof, maybe yeah. you
1: need a roof rake. I but mean, from- only if you if you have the ice dams. Okay, it's good to have, but right. but that's about the only time you need it.
0: All right, well, um, thank you for just committing me to a whole life of roof-raking, Justin.
1: I'm, I'm sorry. That was
0: Justin Kiesel from All County Home Inspections, and I've been Shane Allen from the Anthony team with Keller Williams. That was house school. Hopefully we've covered roof. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us, and we'll see you on the next house school. Make sure you uh, subscribe and maybe throw us a rating. That would always help. Thank you. Bye.